For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Thursday, the 27th of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sports. Shad Wicker here with Shane Lee. Episode number 900 of mm. Afternoon Sports, Shano. How crazy is that? It's a big effort, mate. And then I heard just off air, mate, you've been doing a bit of work in the gym, mate. Working on those legs oh, of yours. Trying. Trying, mate. <laughs> trying to trying to shed a few kegs. I'm off to Europe in a, uh, in a month body. and a bit. And I'm like, if I'm going to be chowing down on the tapas in Spain and the yeah, pizza call. and pasta in Italy and all the wine and booze, then mm. I need to try and at least lose a few, you know? But we'll see how it goes, man. I'm lazy at the gym, mate. Take, some, take some man shakes with you, mate. That really works. Yeah, it really works. Yeah, it has been working for you. Yeah, it does work, yeah. I'm judging yeah, a few I'm kilos, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. working. Well, uh, we've got a bit of sport to get into, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we're going to be talking Women's World Cup, some more results overnight. Uh, but also, I feel like this is your fault, Shane. Some uh, bad news out of the Matildas camp. No. Uh, plus the world of swimming. An interesting, crazy story out of the NBA world as well. Uh, plus, of course, AFL and NRL. Let's go. <laughs> Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellade, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellade. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellade at cellade.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Off with the results uh, from the Women's World Cup overnight. Spain uh, beating Zambia last night. Pretty of a bit of a foregone conclusion, I felt like, with that yeah. one, Shane. Yeah, 5-0, mate. Absolutely smashed them. Um, they looked really good, the Spanish team. Uh, very organised, um, not only in defence, but uh, the way they set up their goals. And, um, yeah, Zambia just weren't, weren't even in the contest, really, 5-0. They probably could have scored two or three more. Yeah, it's a, it was a dominating display mm. uh, there as well. Uh, and, you know, we, we, I'm looking ahead at, at some of the draws at the moment. Spain and Japan have had two wins apiece. Mm-hmm. Japan, they won. They were the last. Uh, so the U.S. have won two of the last uh, Women's World Cups. Mm-hmm. Japan were the winner before that. Um, so they are, a, they are a strong side, the Japanese side. Seven goals they've scored so far. Spain have scored eight goals yep. so far in the tournament. Everyone thought that the USA would be the dominating force, but at the moment it looks like that. The two, uh, the two top dogs out of uh, Group C seem to be the ones controlling the yeah. uh, pace and goal story. Yeah, the Japanese beating Costa Rica 2-0. The other big news um, from yesterday, day seven, um, Canada beat Ireland, knocking Ireland out, and Canada are the current Olympic champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Irish will probably be back working now on the roads in New South Wales. This <laughs> be all Irish girls <laughs> doing the stop go, yeah. go signs or back in the pubs. But um, no, the Irish are, are bowing out now after uh, two two big losses. 
Yeah, and it also means that Australia is essentially winning in, not just winning in, but yep. it could be a win tonight over Nigeria could mean that we'd pretty much solidify yep. top spot yep. after Canada drew with Nigeria. Uh, so uh, they're bringing us to that matchup mm. now with the Matildas. You were, you know, singing praises of Mary Fowler yesterday. Yep. Are you putting the oh, no. mocker on the Matildas here? Because Mary Fowler has now been ruled out of tonight's uh, World Cup clash against Nigeria with a concussion of all things. She has. Now, uh, the, I'm going to try and take a positive out of this because um, we've now lost three of our key forwards and we've only really got um, Caitlin Ford left. Um, Sam Kerr out mm. with a calf injury. Uh, uh, Kaya and we Simon, only scored one goal. Yeah, Kaya, you, Kaya well. Simon out with a knee and now Mary Fowler with concussion. Um, these injuries will all been happening at training. So the good thing is, I'm just I'm trying to find a positive here. The good thing is we're obviously training with real intensity. Um, the, girls, <laughs> the girls seem to be getting a lot of injuries at training. But that's a big loss. Mary Fowler out um, for the game tonight against the Nigerians. And Caitlin Ford, yeah, up front on her own, the only real striker left. Look, in Nigeria, they drew with Canada, so mm. they had a pretty good game in them against Canada. So, yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup tonight. Suncorp Stadium is Come where the on. game is on. It's, I'm pretty sure it's sold out. So, Are you going? You can go, uh, I'm going to wander down Cax. I'm doing a gig just down the road from okay. the stadium. Um, but I'm going to be wandering around Caxon in the lead up to it, just soaking it all in. Yeah, because they've got the nice setup down there. It's pretty good. So even if you don't have tickets, take the kids down there. Yeah, they've got uh, the I think it's Coke and Maccas and stuff have put on big activations and that. So cool. it's a it's a bloody good time. Let's look at the uh, world of NBA. The season's over. This isn't so much of a story that's on the court. It's actually what's happened uh, off the court. Crazy story out of the US. Uh, the son of LeBron James, Bronny, Bronny James, yeah. that a lot of people are excited to see eventually get into the NBA. 18 years old rushed to hospital after suffering cardiac arrest at training. Yeah, really, really. Uh, he's okay. He's out of intensive care now. But he's, I'm sure he's not not out of the woods yet. But, um, yeah, he has a real sort of rare, a specific type of arrhythmia um, that often goes undetected. And he was in the gym training and suffered cardiac arrest. This goes back to our, um, our, our, our major sponsor of this show, Cell AED, which is it's a small defibrillator. Um, mm. Lucky he was in the gym and there was a defibrillator there and they administered um, work on him straight away. So he's okay, right? He's out of... Um, but, uh, yeah, these, these defibrillators that sell AED do, uh, for mm. 359 bucks, you could have one in your car, have it anywhere, have it at home. If it happened to you, particularly he's 18 years of age, he's fit, and he's just got a, a real rare type of arrhythmia that you can't detect and suffered mm. cardiac arrest. So, yeah... Um, Think of, think of our sponsors here. Try and get one of these guys. It's very, very important to have one around close to you. Yeah, it's interesting, um, yeah, the the story of what's happened to him. I, I don't like the knock-on effect with Elon Musk trying to come in here and make it some kind of vaccine debate, which is pretty disgusting mm, behaviour, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully Bronny James is good because he's been – He's been playing some really good college basketball at the moment. People are excited to see him in there. And I'm one of those people that would love to see the, the LeBron James and Bronny James duo yeah. in the NBA for his final year. So hopefully it doesn't have major effects on what's going to be happening with his uh, with his basketball yep. career. Let's look at the pool again in mm. Fukuoka. More great stories out of the pool. Molly O'Callaghan, Ariana Titmus, oh. both making news. Well, Molly O'Callaghan um, has beaten Ariana Titmus in her event, a 200-metre mm. freestyle, uh, and set a world record. Now, Titmus, who, is a, who we all know is an unbelievable swimmer, actually swam a PB in, the, in this race. 
but it was the 19-year-old O'Callaghan who, who claimed the world record with 1 minute 52 seconds, 0.85. Um, this is one of the so longest fast. standing world records um, still around um, by Federica Pellegrini in 2009. And she's wow. now the first Australian swimmer to hold this record since Shane Gould did in 1972. So it's a, wow. it's a big, big record to take. There you go, man. Yeah. But this has been one of the most wild. I feel like this is one of our most successful. Yeah. Maybe it's just the news I'm hearing. But is this like our most successful world champs like ever? It seems crazy. Yeah. I'm and looking that- at the gold list at the moment. Ariana Titmus women's 400 meter freestyle. Sam Short in the men's 400 free. Mm. Australian men's in the 4x100 free. The Australian women's in the 4x100 free, like yep. the relays. It's ridiculous. Uh, Kayla McEwen for the backstroke. Now Molly O'Callaghan in, uh, in the free as well. Not to mention some records were taken in those as well, the women's as well. I mean, it's been bloody great over there in Fukuoka. But see, uh, uh, at what point can the human body get any faster? They just seem to get quicker. Like, mm. yes, yes, they've got... Okay, maybe the the this body suits that they're wearing has improved their times from when Shane Gould was going around. I'm sure that's the case. Mm. But the water's no different. The, the pool length is no different. Yes, their training's a little bit different, but gee whiz, how they keep getting yeah. quicker and quicker and quicker is beyond me. Oh, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah, really wild. Uh, look, let's take a quick break. Up next, go to talk AFL, NRL, and a little bit of cricket as well. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Well, Shane, it's the fifth and final Ashes. Australia have a chance to just win the Ashes outright today. Obviously, England will not be getting their hands on it at all. And they have named an unchanged side for the fifth and final tests. They have. Um, and they're going to go into this at the Oval. It should be a, it should be a hell of a match, actually. Hopefully, Australia, I think we've lost all four tosses so far. So hopefully, we can actually win a toss <laughs> and, and decide what we want to do. But I, I thought I'd just pull out some stats for these whinging poms out there, right? So since 1987, um, including the current series, there's been 18 Ashes series in total. England have won five series. Australia have won 12. There's been one draw. There's been 93 tests played over that period. England have won 22 tests. Australia have won 53. Very dominant, the Aussies. Oh, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's yep. a big display. Yeah, all right, that yep. kind of shuts yep. everyone that's, up. That's right. Yeah, shut up, Poms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we mentioned as well, at least Perry, uh, injury uh, as Australia smashes Ireland by 153 runs in Dublin. Yeah, it hasn't been a great week for the Irish, has it? <laughs> they're they're mm. out of the Women's World Cup and they've been absolutely pongoed by the Aussie girls. Um, pongoed? Pongoed, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. That's a new one, yeah. Um, the Aussie girls, seven for 321 uh, and bowled on out for 168. So they were never in the competition. Elise Perry, once again, out in the 90s, by the way. How many 90s does this girl get? She should have had a heap of hundreds for Australia, but she got 91 off 99 balls. Beth Mooney, 49 off 62. Ash Gardner, always chipping in with 65 off 39. And it was Georgia Wareham was the best of our bowlers, taking three for 33. The Aussies totally dominant there. Geez, they're a good side. They're a bloody good side, yep. mate. Now, look, tomorrow night, let's go AFL. Uh, tomorrow night is a big clash with plenty of repercussions involved. It's the old rivalry of Collingwood and Carlton. 
Collingwood having to make some interesting selections here. I'm just trying to get the odds up here on my preferred betting app just yep. to have a look at this. Obviously, as a casual Carlton fan, um, <laughs> Carlton are sitting ninth at the moment, 38 points. Geelong on 38 in eighth position. Richmond 38 behind them. A win from Carlton here could see them move up depending on other results, uh, as high as basically, I think, six or five. Wow, okay. Even, All right. The way it's looking at the moment. Um, but Carlton are $3.20. Shorter odds than I thought. I thought it would, uh, no yeah. one would have given them up. Uh, the line is 18.5 against Collingwood. Obviously, Collingwood have just... They've opened up a bit here. Two wins clear at the top of the table. It is an old rivalry, but this rivalry hasn't been very... Uh, Hasn't been overly competitive over the last little while, has it? No, I don't think it will be. The only thing probably in Carlton's favour, although they've got a few injuries themselves, they've had three guys uh, all with the flu this week. Um, Josh Dacos, Bobby Hill and Isaac Quinor um, are all out, but they're saying they didn't train on Tuesday, but they they probably will play. Um, The other thing, like Jack um, Ginnivan, who's been one of the best players on, on ground for the Pies the last couple of years. He's not even in the side at the moment due to bad form. So he's back in the VFL apparently pushing for his spot again. Um, he, he's a superstar and we've seen him turn a game many a times and uh, he can't even make the side at the moment. So that's how strong the Pies are. Shane, I've heard that you consider yourself a Collingwood fan now. Have you already jumped ship from your swans? No, they've always been my second team. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> hey, mate, I don't go as many te- for me, teams as you do. Come on. Oh, piss off, honestly. Mate, you know, this is the first I've heard of it. Now, all of a sudden, they're too clear on top of the table. Yeah, they're my second team. Get well, out of well, it. Well, I tell you what, they are. They're, they're a team everyone everyone's supposed to hate, but they're, they're, the brand they're playing at the moment is a fantastic uh, team to watch play. So, yeah, I do enjoy watching those games. Oh, well, why don't you just go and marry them then, you loser? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Just for anyone who's playing at home, last time Collingwood lost to Carlton was 2021. Okay. So, you, you know, just a couple of years ago. It wasn't too bad at the MCG. Mm-hmm. That's where this game will be getting played, obviously. But, uh, look, I'm going to I'm gonna back Carlton upset him, mate. We, okay. beat, we beat bloody Port, you know. We've, we've, shop around for some odds then. Yeah, yeah, something to play for. $3 something, I'll jump on it. Why not? Uh, let's uh, <laughs> move into the NRL. What do you think of this? The Bulldogs have... Kind of like it's almost like exploded with some big movements over the last yeah. week. They tell their captain he can go and look elsewhere, mm-hmm. uh, Mariner, to you know get him out of out of the way. They've you know been flirting with the idea of apparently you know their, their weird offer about Tino mm-hmm. to get him in and give him part of Landy's pubs or whatever yep. it is. Um, and now they take Blake Taff from yep. the Rabbitohs, which makes sense. He was the odd one out. He's not going to have anywhere to play once. Wine mm. comes in, you'd yep. imagine. Jamie Salmon's been cha- been uh, added. They signed Liam Knight yes. just the other week yep. immediately. Yep. He's just jumped over there straight away. Do you think the moves from the Bulldogs, uh, you know, is something happening here? I mean, they still haven't got the half they want, although I reckon Luai might be heading there. Yeah, I don't know. I think Luai might want to stay at the Panthers, whether they want to keep him or not, but they seem to be shedding a lot of Panthers players. Like Salmon, who's going over there now, he's a, he's a Panthers premiership player. Um, we, we know the amount of players they signed last year hasn't worked yet, has it, for the Bulldogs? But I dare say, with um, with Taft going over and Salmon now and, and Liam Knight, it's going to be a pretty strong side next year. You reckon, oh, mate? It's, it's nothing if you don't yeah. have anyone to lead them around the park. No, Burton's obviously going to be in your halves. Who's yeah. going to be lining up alongside him? Are you going to chuck Taft in at fullback? Yeah, I don't yeah. mind Taft, but mm. I also don't think like. He's. I think he'll be a good fullback, but he also seems to be the kind of player. This is not to be rude to him at all, but where like all of a sudden a young guy will take that spot. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he seems like a bridge fullback, if that makes sense. And like, like any team, as you said, the key bit were then you need someone leading him around, right, don't you? You need some direction. Yeah. You need some... Um, and, and, and the guy has to... And it's very crucial in the, in the game of league. It, you can have all the, all the manpower up front, but if you've got no general, you're in trouble. Yeah, you've got to have someone there. And I mean, yep. we're looking at who have they had running around here. Kyle Flanagan they had in there. Mm. He's gone. I mean, Avarillo's a great player, but yeah, like there's, they've also got some guys leaving too. So it's like... Yep. Yep. I'm not going to buy the Bulldogs hype train. Remember yeah. the hype train was, yep. was choo-chooing at the beginning of this year and look where they are now. They're probably going to have a worse year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with that doggy size. Sorry to disappoint all the doggies mm. fans uh, who are sitting there. But it is Thursday, mate. So we are. if you are looking for some uh, fun in the NRL, ladies and gentlemen, tonight Broncos are going to absolutely rip the Roosters apart at Suncorp Stadium. The NRLW is on before them as well. The game is at the Gabba. So if you're in Queensland, you're in Brisbane, yeah. get down to the Gabba for some footy. It actually is pretty decent to watch at the Gabba. I had a good time. Good. Um, watching their last game there, so it should be good. Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport, ladies and gentlemen. You know what to do. Hit follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. But before we go, quick mention of the sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors. Cell AED, the world's smallest defibrillator. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport and celebrating Matilda's week. Yeah, you beauty guys. Take care. See you then. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow. Listener.